This is Courier Talking Football. I'm Eric Nicholson, and with me this week, after George Cran's splendid substitute appearance, we have Talking Football regulars, Jim Spence and Sean Hamilton. Good holidays, Sean. Enjoy it. Very nice, yeah. Saw a game, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I was down in Newcastle. Um, why I? Saw the why I, man. <laughs> and I saw uh, Newcastle against Villarreal. Which was, uh, I mean, to be honest, I don't, I don't know what Newcastle possibly could have learned from it because Villarreal might as well not have been yeah. there. Yeah, the walls, uh, the walls papered in, in <laughs> banknotes these days, aren't they? Uh, not quite, no. But I mean, I think they're working towards that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bit different to our part of the world, though. Extremely. Yeah, I was saying that. I mean, there was thirty-four thousand people there for for a friendly, which is no bad, is it? I mean, pff, a completely different planet. Different world. Yeah. Unbelievable. Back to real quality now, though. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Friday Night Football on the on the BBC Scotland Channel. Yeah, episode. <laughs> Listen, Jim, we gave it the big... We gave it the big drum roll, didn't ah, we? We, we, we made mm-hmm. it we, we made it into something that could be a, a sort of marker for United, mm-hmm. one way or t'other. And, listen, <laughs> you've got to give them full credit. This We could already have seen a result which may define... The championship season, aren't it? You know, because Arbroath is <coughs> it's 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 portrayed as this place where where the big teams fear to tread, mm. don't they? But there was there was nothing the United feared about it. There was nothing to fear in the end. The way it played out, it was as, as comfortable a, a game as you could possibly wish for. Ah, but can they do it on a Tuesday night in November? Ah, okay, no, you well, know, we'll, we'll find out <laughs> we'll that one. I've, listen, I've, I'll, go, I'll go off to. I've, I've got a feeling there's a few teams might. Find out that Arbroath isn't the place that it used to be, but going—I mean, they, they rolled out the welcome mat, didn't they? But I, anyway, a ten out of ten for United. Jim, isn't it? I, I think you know what. See when you say they're a marker. I think you're right. I think it laid in a marker um, for the rest of the clubs as to what they can expect from United. And it also laid in a marker that Arbroath are not going to be the, you know, on the fa- on the on, on the basis of what we saw on Friday night, not the um, the force that they were or have been in the last couple of seasons. But to United, um, mainly, I thought it was a great performance. There, there wasn't a weakness in the team when they've got. Um, a goalkeeper who, who he wasn't attested, you know, Walton wasn't attested. Uh, but finally, up front, they've got a serious striker and a mm-hmm. target man involved in all the goals, scores one of them, involved in all of them, uh, almost scored another. The keeper made a, a, a fine save. Um, you've got Trickery with Cujo, you know, who can kind of burrow his way in and can take a ball his back to goal and, and bring people into play and go by men. You've got Middleton, who, who's kind of, you know, showing pace and ability to get by people and get crosses in. What? Uh, you know, Watt's intelligence is undoubted. We know all that. And he's kind of sitting there just behind Mole. Football got, intelligence. Uh, football, inte- football intelligence, <laughs> that's right, you know. Um, uh, and then you've got a kind of, you know, by the looks of a really solid midfield, good fullbacks, um, a central defensive pairing in Holton Gallagher that um, wasn't, just wasn't troubled mm-hmm. on the right. But looks as though, you know, when it is troubled, it'll know exactly what to do. And that's clear, clear the danger, clear the line. So I thought it was a really, really impressive performance. Um, clean sheet and four goals there's no complaining about that tougher test coming up but you can only beat what you're up okay. against and they did it absolutely handsomely I mean best best opening day result in four decades so <clears throat> going back to 83 so yes mm. anytime you're getting compared to a team of that vintage you know things have gone pretty well I would say Sean mm. I mean Louis Louis Malt, just when, when Jim was talking about him there I mean we, yeah. we said it all last week and everybody else has said it he's far too good for that league mm. if he stays fit so as long as he stays fit that's exactly how we'll be, uh, we'll be, we'll be treating him. I mean, he he could be, he could be Lawrence Shankland, couldn't he? Somebody's phone going off. Who is the oh, thing? Come on, that's. Oh, I, I thought it was the microwave. Oh, okay. Oh. He he could be uh, 
he could be Lord and Shanklin esque in this league, couldn't he? Uh, I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's no reason to suggest he can't. He could be Molt esque. He could be his own thing. I think he's. Um, he was great. He was very, very good. I want the headline <laughs> yeah. here, Sean. Come on, run oh, with really? us, please. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right, you know, okay. right. He is uh, the new Lawrence Shanklin of this division. Okay. I'd say he's better. He's but, better than Shanklin. Oh? Yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. There we you got your headline now. Yeah. 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 In better. terms of just all round. Physically stronger, yeah. quicker. Um, you know, just uh, I think the kind of link up play the whole bit, I think potentially. Um, you know, a great signing and a better player than Shanklin. <laughs> That's exactly what I was saying, I think, was it not? <laughs> Exactly what I was just saying. That's what that phone was. In a different way. That phone was Louis Moog texting them, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I I think he was really, really good. Um, Like, played in a sort of. uh, He was. It was difficult to try and define what he was doing because he he, at times he was doing the kind of number ten thing almost, Mm -hmm. but then at others he was the number nine, and he was kind of across those two things. But setting up three goals, scoring one. Mm. I mean. Involved in every single good thing, pretty much that United did. Um, I I thought he was excellent. I mean, and fitness was always going to be the concern about him going forward. So we'll see what happens on mm-hmm. that front. You know, at the moment he's fit and he's he started mm-hmm. off brilliantly. If he can stay fit, I mean, how many could he score? How many mm-hmm. could he assist? Yeah. You know, it could be an astonishing season. If you want to be picky about it, what United do need to do, I think, is, is, is try and bring in somebody else to kind of to partner him. Because if he does go down with an injury, and that can happen oh. to anyone. You know, I mean, he, he's had a rough time and all the rest of it. We know that. But you can see his genuine quality. Um, but I think you want somebody in, not just necessarily his backup, maybe somebody to partner him if mm-hmm. you can. But there's not too many of them. Um, there's not too many of those kind of players about them. They're not going to pick up another Louis Moult. But if he did uh, go down injured, the, the, the worry then is you're kind of back to mm-hmm. where you were, square one. Um when you're always worried about that with Fletcher, you know. I actually think it's quite an intriguing, um, uh, you know, thing to, n- never mind the Shanklin thing, I'm kind of trying to compare him with Fletcher. Now, Fletcher had a great career, a stellar career, there's no doubt about that. Moult hasn't had kind of that level of mm-hmm. career, but he's looked a really, really impressive player. Um, mm-hmm. And at the moment, I mean, once you're six, seven, eight games into the season, and it's a championship by comparison to the Premier League, you'll get a better indication. But at the moment, he just looks as though he's got kind of everything about him. You know, striking ability, ability to bring it in, lay it off to people, hold it up strong, probably good in the air. You know, there, there's there's a lot to him, and to drop back and take the ball forward as well. Um, as he did with one of the goals, you know, laying it on. I mean, he just he looks a really impressive um, performer. Could Tony Watt do that job? Uh, he's not, a, not an out-and-out striker, is he? He's not. Yeah, he, he, he certainly can fetch and carry. We've seen that before. I mean, he's a water carrier, and don't mean that in any kind. That, mm. that, that's that's not a a bar bottom. I mean, that, that's mm. a, that's a hugely important um, thing in the modern game. What is an intelligent player? I, mean, I wonder how he not, sees not himself. Moat, you know, oh, that's we, we will we we will sit and say he's a yeah. water carrier, and you know, <clears> the, and there are positives to that. Mm. You know, you need one of those in a team. But I I, I get the feeling that he probably wouldn't describe oh, he wouldn't, himself. He wouldn't that wouldn't oh no, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. there's much more to him than that. There's more to what than that we know that I mean he's, he's got he's got terrific individual ability so ability to beat a man he, he can kind of put a cross onto somebody's head from he 34 yards to a free kick and he's one interview so far with Alan down in uh, mm. down in Carlisle he has he has certainly uh, talked up the sort of selfless side mm-hmm. of his game mm-hmm. isn't he that mm-hmm. he's here to be the the man that brings yeah. out the best in others I'm here you know 
Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't say I'm a squad man or the rest of it, but he basically yeah. said, you know, yeah, you know, enough. I'm here for the fight well, type thing. You know, he's got to walk the walk. I mean, you can talk the talk, but you've got to walk the walk as well. And I think over a period of time, it'll be interesting to see how the he was the, the first one to be subbed, vice- wasn't he? Of the yeah, of the yeah, sort of yeah. it was about the hour mark, wasn't he? I think off. the vice captaincy thing will be uh, will be a big test for him because he's at a stage, I think, um, age wise, where he should really be kind of maturing into kind of the man that he's going to become if you want you know what I mean he's at that really vital kind of age and he's got kind of you know a lot of younger guys around about him and experienced heads as well and I think now um, having made him the vice captain I think that that, that puts a kind of burden mm-hmm. on his shoulders but puts a responsibility and I think it'll be the mark of the man as to how well he responds to that yeah I want to speak about the two the two wide players could you could you could you could you do for us yeah so he he, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't he impress. Was he was and I, I'm sorry, sorry, last season I'm talking oh, about. Oh, last sorry. season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he didn't. He wasn't what United needed. Mm-hmm. He wasn't what that United team needed. Mm-hmm. But yes, he's impressed so mm-hmm. far. And you would have thought maybe a champ. Again, we're talking about in our both team that we kind of expected them yeah. to be that they weren't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but he's so far so good and. All of a sudden, the, the the story could completely flip with Kujo, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was really, really. He was looked good. on as a luxury, wasn't he? Really, before he was, and I, I mean, I, he's obviously a very young player as well. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the other thing. He came in, you know, from Ghana as a, a kind of teenager. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's an incredibly long way from home, and a lot of development to do on the pitch and off the pitch, and all that sort of stuff. Um, he's done a lot of it, you know, behind closed doors. What they have seen of him in the first team. You, you left you kind of wondering whether he was quite ready for it. Not quite, you know, some bits of his game mm-hmm. were good. Other bits, you know, the final product, end ball, a mm-hmm. little bit questionable. <clears throat> um, but uh, and against our growth, that the sort of decision making in the final ball and everything was was, was there, uh, I thought, properly in a, in, a, in a full game performance, probably for the first time that I can think of. Yeah. Um, so uh, he was excellent. In that regard, I thought, and and he's gonna. I mean, if, if again, this is all ifs, you know. So there's a lot dependent on how, on what happens with United going forward. But if he if he can maintain that sort of um, busyness, if you like, mm-hmm. and if, if he's if he's on the ball as much as he was uh, against other teams, they clearly then, trust him, don't they? Oh United yeah, well yeah, that's that's exactly it. So there's a big hurdle that's been taken mm-hmm. leapt. Mm-hmm. Over that, that, that's a good descriptor for him, busyness, because yeah. he is, he's a, he's a busy he's, he's He gets a busy himself boy. involved in he the game. He gets himself involved in things, he is a busy boy, you know what I mean? I think, I've, I've noticed, I'm pretty sure he was brought over here by Davy Martin, who's kind of the mm-hmm. Dundee-based agent. In fact, I remember having a conversation with Davy last year who, who was pretty miffed that uh, um, Matthew wasn't kind of making the first team and he was... You know, he was asking me had I seen Tony Asgard because he intended fully to <laughs> remonstrate with him and I would have liked to be on the end of Davey remonstrating with me, you know. So he was peeved at the time. But <clears throat> it very much depends, I think, with a player like Cujo um, about his own rate of development, but also whether the manager, <coughs> whether your manager fancies you, mm-hmm. whether he sees more to you than, than, than you've been allowed to show so far. And it looks as though early on as a Jim Goodwin fancies him. And, and, and that's great. I mean, when you've got a manager, just like any other walk of life, if your boss trusts you and he gives you more and more kind of, or she gives you more and more, um, you know, responsibility and has a belief in you, then it brings the best at you, you know, assuming you respond to that. And it kind of looks as though, I mean, there have been times, you know, in the past you could look at me and think, 
like a five-a-side player. And I, again, I don't, I don't mean that in a insult way. Great talent, oh, no, great absolutely. skill with the ball at his feet, low centre of gravity, can beat men for fun, all that kind of thing. But there's got to be an end product in professional mm-hmm. football. That's, that's a, It's no five-a-side football. Yeah. It's no you, me and the boys at the lunch centre having a laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's about winning games. Um, and I think now you're seeing in parts that he's kind of, he's got the potential, I think, to develop. Because he's, he's got the skill set. He's got all the tools in the box. Um, it's whether or not he can mature into it. Too early to say, I think. I mean, the real test will come once you, and you know, without any, in, uh, without in any way can insult their growth. I think once you, you really get into the nitty gritty of the season against the clubs, it'll look as well. They'll, 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 they'll probably feel quite insulted <coughs> by the end of this hour, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure yeah, they'll, I'm sure they'll yeah, rally. wearing a maroon hoodie, though, Jim, to be fair. Well, that's true. <laughs> Here's one that intrigues me even more, Sean, well, and yeah. obviously, we saw a lot of him at St Johnston, uh-huh. Glenn Milton. I'm right. absolutely fascinated by. <laughs> Jim Goodwin's take on his best position mm-hmm. because I don't want to put we'll see what your take was but mm-hmm. I, I was in no doubt that Glenn Middleton's most effective position under Callum Davison was, was those two months <coughs> of the double season mm-hmm. and this possibly the start of the next the start of the next season you know in the, the European games more the end of the double season yeah. and it was on the right hand side coming in mm-hmm. linking up play getting on his <laughs> left foot you know, it was one main striker with uh-huh. two off, sort of uh-huh. an inverted three, whatever yeah. you want to call it. That that for me was where he was he was at his best. Yeah. I didn't see him as an out and out left winger at all. Uh-huh. Um I think the goal obviously that sticks out in our mind fast forward with United is that one in Europe when he did that very same thing and uh-huh. he's, it was probably United's goal of the season, let's put it, it was a, yeah. it was a it was a cracking move, cracking goal, uh-huh. and that was Middleton at his best. Yeah. Jim Goodwin saying no, I want to play you as a left winger. He mm-hmm. thinks he's he's best, sort of yeah. facing up a full back <clears throat> and going past him. Mm-hmm. Now this has got, well, yeah. you know, potential for Jim Goodwin to look ve- like a very very clever manager here if he unlocks something in Middleton that others haven't mm-hmm. seen yeah. and. Yeah, you know they see him as an out and out left winger because it doesn't happen as much these days, do they? People like it's it's the the new wave has been and we go, you go back a few years now, you know your Salas and that. If you got a good left foot and you're quick, you go on the other side, don't you? Yeah, and you, you, you come in. Yeah. So, but this is a really fascinating wee subplot, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's interesting when you think about Glenn Middleton at his best, as you say. It's not what what jumps to mind isn't immediately him one on one with the defender. No, you know. Going past them and then it, that's not really Scotland under twenty one's played him as a striker, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, he did. So I mean, with St Johnson in particular, what, you, what I think about when I think of him, his, his best moments and such, like he actually had, I can't remember if it was Lask or Galatasaray, but away from home, Lask. I think he had like two or three. Oh, he missed. Chances. He should have put them two now. Yeah, exactly. Lask. But there was, there was these. He, he played in behind basically mm-hmm. and used the pace to get mm-hmm. onto the ball, and then he's one on one with the keeper mm-hmm. basically. Now that was a similar scenario actually to how he scored. He, he ended up in that position, mm-hmm. um, and a great finish. Um, so he does have that in him. Um, in terms of taking people on, again, not something that I've seen a whole lot of. Um, so it kind of, as you say, it comes down to whether. Um, I mean, Jim Goodwin must have seen something in training. First of all, he must be. He must be having <laughs> fullbacks. I mean, on he could toast. run. He could. He uh, could uh, run you, but he's not yeah. a drop the shoulder or a. You no. know, he's not that type of no. wide player, is he? So no. it would be get but out I mean, your feet I mean, and get the other. Get the the other thing about it is though, if you've got Louis Moult there, and we saw a little bit of this against our both, um, that if you if you're going to use him, at times like you use Stephen Fletcher. 
last mm-hmm. season to sort of win headers and flick on and stuff like that, then you will have these opportunities where Glenn <coughs> Middle on the left-hand side, he may well get a flick on over the top and find himself bearing down on goal. So, I mean, if they're, if they're practising, yeah, yeah, yeah. to have that be part of their arsenal, then, you know, I can I can see the, mm-hmm. the sense in playing Middleton like that. But it, again, it's going to involve him cutting inside and coming in. I think that's just, I think it's going to take a lot of work to get him to get chalked on his boots, isn't yeah. it? It's in his, you know, it's in his DNA now, isn't it, to, to be that type of player. But I think it's, it's a fascinating one, Jim, isn't it? Well, I mean... You can only, I mean, I, I nipped across, uh, we were on a cross on the bike the other week to watch um, a wee bit of United training. Um, not that you can learn much from kind of the half hour that was there, and it's usually got pigeonholed by somebody who wanted to chew the fat about something else, so I didn't see that much of it. But, I mean, they'll be working on it in training. I mean, and, and if the manager wants him to play that way, I mean, I saw the article in the Cure this morning talking about, I think Goodwin had said, you know, wants them to knock it by people mm-hmm. and, and get the other way. And that, so that calls for a direct style. It's not about kind of dropping shoulders and taking, you know, dribbling by mm-hmm. people. It's bang, get it by them. Ralph Milne, to some extent, yeah. was like that. You know, I'm not saying he's a he's got the pace of a Ralph Milne, but if you've got that in your locker, you can knock it past people, boom, you know, and you can put the two or three yards between you and them. And bear in mind, I mean, this is not going to be a season, I suspect, where the United are going to be sitting back defending, looking to hit on the counter attack, where you'd play a long mm-hmm. ball maybe to, to, you know, somebody in the wide to get it down. This is a. This is a season, I suspect, where United will pretty much be yeah. on the front foot all the time. So Aye. that's the style of play he wants to play. I mean, it looks like he wants to play Cujo uh, on the right, who yeah. can, you know, nip in, you know, get, get inside into the wee channels, take people on. Also offers you the opportunity to long ball up, hold it up and kind of lay it off. Whereas he looks, he's looking for a much more direct route from Middleton. Knock it by, do that 20-yard sprint, bang, ball yeah. in the box or a cut back if to the If, if, if they're the looking for that quick transition thing and they're going to mm-hmm. use Molt, when yeah. they're in that situation to get them up the park quickly <coughs> directly then I mean you've got to think that in the championship which you know don't no disrespect to anybody but it's a step down from from the premiership mm-hmm. in terms of quality so you know Dundee United big team in that league they might find themselves playing against back fives mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. one occasion and if if you're in a position where it's that <coughs> quick transition point you know there's every chance that your wing back is going to get caught high up the pitch for instance so you might then find yourself with a Middleton or a Cujo up against a centre-half mm. rather than a full-back. And at that moment, you might well see the pace of Middleton and Cujo becoming a bigger factor. So, yeah. I mean, maybe that's some of the method in the madness. I think you're right, Sean. I think a lot of teams will end up playing a back three against United. Mm. I think they'll be filling in those those sort of mm. half-wide spaces and, yes, say, look, come on and break <coughs> oh, us down. Yeah. I think that's how, certainly at Tannadice. But I, th- I, think we can, I think we might see United's formation change it's interesting what you're saying about getting a partner for uh for Moult because the more the more and more dominant they get and the more and more ball that they may not they may get to the stage where they think well do we need to kind of sit in midfielders which is what they I think mm-hmm. Alan described as a 4-2-3-1 that they played on will that evolve may well do you know I saw Sybold started didn't he mm-hmm. but there's been a lot of chat about whether he's potentially available to to move on Doherty, that was another part of it that really probably heartened me. And you could you could see from an United point of view, you can see exactly, yeah, there's there's the the course and distance boy, isn't it, for a, for a game like he had on yeah. Friday night? So, no, so far so good. You you, you just you can't you can't fault them really. I knew Dunfermline up next, Jim. That'll be yeah. a different type of test, won't it? I think so. I'll, I'll be interested to see the. I was I was kind of uh, trying to kind of work out, you know, um, from Codger status. 
the stats bombs the other day. It was having a good look at temps. Good on you. Stats bombs. Good you know? on you, Jim. And and figuring out the bits I like about it and the bits that I don't like about it. You know about about the whole statistical analysis of a game because some of it I think means a lot. Some of it I'm uh-huh. less convinced of. But I'll be really interested to see what the stats bombs are after the Dunfermline game by comparison to um, uh, you know to, to the one against. We'll the make sure he writes a piece for you, Jim. <clears throat> uh, absolutely. I'm, so I'm, I'm service we give. I'll be hanging on. We're hanging on his every word. You know, uh, waiting to see it because I think it's important. You know, when it comes to you know the possession passes made passes squandered you know uh, the whole the whole but when you get right into it I mean it, it will be I think much different against James McPake's side um, albeit that it's at home than it was against our growth I think Dunfermline are liable to be a different proposition um, I think that's the start I mean I, I'd want five or six games into the season before you start to make a judgement on United whether things like you know switching Cujo and Middleton uh, uh, you know is going to work whether or not the guys he's brought in from Partick Thistle are going to be dominant enough um, in this league a league they mm-hmm. go well um, and whether or not that appetite that they showed and I thought that was the great thing I thought that there were two things that struck me about the Friday night um, game against their growth you know take the 4-0 one out which sounds daft but two things struck me um, one was the body language of Jim Goodwin, who never at any stage went daft over the four goals. It was almost as though this is the least we expect. Looks furious. This is the least we expect. You know, this is what we expect. It was like that calm demeanour turned around to kind didn't, of, didn't have the white know, trousers on either. No, no, that was a good start. They, they, they surely appreciate I see he was fingered for being in Grace's bar in Glasgow the night by some, some newspaper, you know. He, he was what? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe rephrase that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was, what's, what, well, was why were an Irishman Sorry, what, I missed this I was in for a beer in oh, uh, is it Grace's know. Bar in, in, in <laughs> Glasgow in the Merchant City well, well known kind of Irish never bar why were an Irishman yeah. no going for a beer in an Irish well, bar in Glasgow you know? um, <laughs> anyway <laughs> I slightly digress you do um, as, as is my want but no I mean I think you know that, that was right I think if he'd been jumping up and down you know great it's fine to see a manager celebrating but I think he was sending a subliminal message here this is the least we expect this season you know, we expect goals, and we certainly, and we expect them against our growth. I mean, that, you know, Dundee United are a full-time side, they'll have the biggest budget in the league. On the face of it, they've got the, the best quality in, in the league, and expected that. And I thought the other thing that flowed from it was never for one minute did United lit up from start to finish. Now, quite often, you know, going, being 4 0 up at a certain stage with loads of the game to go, you might have thought there's a, there's a wee 10, 15 percent switch off there. They didn't. They worked their socks off. Absolutely, from the first minute to the last, and I think that was hugely important. That appetite, if they show that appetite, desire, and hunger and commitment for the rest of the season, given the quality they've got, they should, frankly, they should win the, the championship. Um, but you'll want five or six games to see whether that's actually going to carry, and whether you know between Jim Goodwin's kind of managerial style and uh, and the hunger of the players and all the rest uh, uh, that's going to be a feature of the season if it is United are in for a great season I think. yeah I, th- I think he'll you know, <coughs> selling will be saying it in public but I think Jim Goodwin will now be he'll be wanting his players to scare the life out of the rest of them and just mm-hmm. absolutely do do what Dundee didn't do mm-hmm. do what Hearts right. did mm-hmm. you know what I mean just basically just sicken them yeah. sicken them and so that after yeah. six or seven games Everyone you know, everyone's just thinking, okay, yeah. it's playoffs, you oh. know, and then they're, they're, they're spending in January will reflect it. They'll, they'll just, you know, uh-huh. if, if they can get other teams putting up the white flag, uh-huh. then... Well, I, I mean, it might not be the old, this is Anfield, you know, which had kind of 50% of teams beaten before they ever stepped out to meet Liverpool, you know, at Anfield. Mm. I mean, it might not be quite that, but you want early on to set that tone so that teams know that there is almost that mm-hmm. kind of... Well, 
That's why I bet he wanted a six or a seven <clears throat> at Gayfield, which would have yeah. been even more. You know, I mean, the people like, what they did, what I mean, four was enough of it, <laughs> you know. But yeah, was it? No, he certainly looked that way. Even after the fourth one went in, he had this little bit of scunnered. Kind of <laughs> You're on <looked> top. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I, I think he, he, he would have uh, he would have been pleased with another couple, as you say. Yeah, if, 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 ugh, again, we're all ifs, but you know, it's it's hard not to be optimistic after you after you watch a performance like that. You know, um, especially in the first game of the season, because th- th- sometimes they can be odd games. Mm-hmm. First ones in the season, mm-hmm. you know, throw up some strange results. So, you know, for for United to go there and actually, you know, it's step over well. the banana skin quite easily. You know, that's that's a positive thing. No, okay. we said it last week. The two key elements. He's got spot on. He's got a goalie at the back, defenders like that, keeper's got it. Mm-hmm. Keeper's safe, safe mm-hmm. lands, you know, knows what he's doing. Makes a huge I've difference. Got, that, we've yeah. got a man up front that knows what he's doing, can lead the line, can score goals, can lay it off, physical presence, the whole bit. So you've got those two areas sorted. The midfield, I think, um, will, will look after itself. I think the midfield will be good enough. Is it an overly creative midfield? Well, it's going to be, have to be more of a battling midfield mm-hmm. than anything else in that championship. I mean, for all we've been very positive here, I mean, it's, you know, be a brave man to predict that United are going to run away with you at this mm-hmm. stage of the season. It's going to be a very, very tough league. A, a league you've got to fight and scrap and bite for everything. Jim Goodwin knows that. Um, and, you know, on the flanks, depending on how this works with Cujo and Middleton and the swap and, and the intelligence of what up there, um, it could be a very, very good season indeed. But it's, we'll a, it's, a, it's a hell of it. It's a good team on paper, yeah. isn't it? So on, we'll on see. On paper. So we'll well, see what, what, what I, I kind of do, you know, what, what I do kind of wonder about is when I look um, <coughs> at, at the bench, there, there's no a huge amount of depth. You know, some mm-hmm. guys have been out alone coming back that, you know... Declan Glass coming yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just kind of look. I mean, I, I'm kind of... <clears throat> I like Glass. I thought Glass was a fine wee player, but I kind of you look going back a while now. Guys though, going yeah. back a while and out and loan and not really working for them and, and all that sort of stuff. But there are still, you know, there are people there like Ross Graham who I, th- I still think will develop into a fine central defender. Um, and uh, young Roddy McLeod hopefully kind of will, will develop further as well. There's one or two others that frankly I've not really seen enough of. I think Fotheringham's got. He's a good, yeah, a good yeah. wee player. Yeah, yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah. I think of, of the of that group. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like, I think he's, yeah. he's, he's my favourite one. I think he's got a chance. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Well, Dundee United, they, they <coughs> I think they only had about four regulars from last season. So, the, you know, that, that change has mm-hmm. begun. Dundee, I was looking at their starters, mm. they only had five regulars. So, you, yeah. you know, you can, no wonder, you know, Dundee brought in so many signings. I yeah. don't know what we're up to now, but, you know, he didn't put in the. I th- did I think he put in Trevor Carson? I probably, I probably did mm. actually. But anyway, he he, he didn't. Mm-hmm. And you know, by all accounts, Dundee. And from what I saw, <clears throat> if there was going to be a winner, it would have pro- it probably should have been Dundee on Saturday. Mm. I think they're going to be. They're not going to be dull, are they? They're not going to be dull. Um, Seldom are. It's. <laughs> I think we're going to be. We're going to be even longer before we get a grip on how it's going to pan out. I don't think. I could be, I could be wrong as well. I don't think Tony, I don't think Tony Dock's going to come out and say his team deserves to, to lose very often. I think he's going to always. <laughs> <laughs> They've seen that after the, the Airdrie game and now this draw. But listen, I, I think that's going to be, he's going to be super positive and super, you know, uh-huh. you know, we, we well, certainly at this point of the season. Yeah, at this yeah. point of the season, we, we shall see. But what, what were the signs? What were the positive signs, Sean, that you saw in Dundee? Then the goal's the obvious one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Yeah, Lyle Cameron as well, coming from a from a boy who has we been. We do there have a while, question so. we do have question marks or 
you know, would he be physical enough for, yeah. for this division, all mm -hmm. that sort of thing. But no, mm -hmm. by all accounts, a very, a very good performance yeah. and exactly where you want him to be coming in and scoring a goal as well. Yeah. Well, first, when you heard Lyle Cameron header, you I thought, know, totally. oh, what's happening here? But yeah, yeah, yeah. no, great. Um, I, I mean, again, I've just been talking about a young young player at United, young players at Dundee. I think, you know, go back a couple of seasons when they were last in the Premiership and it, it was Max Anderson all the mm -hmm. talk was about, you know, this this is the kid that's breaking through, <coughs> and he's all running, all action, mm -hmm. all that sort of thing. But, you know, it's kind of fallen away over the last season or so, obviously. Oh, if not, we've talked about that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, you get to the first day of the return to the Premiership and he's on the bench, doesn't get on. Mulligan uh, didn't start either, did he? No, no, he didn't. Um, no. So, yeah, yeah, there's changes in that regard. So Anderson, uh, sorry, Cameron, yeah, uh, absolutely brilliant for him to be starting, for him to get the the goal. Because as you say, it's uh, you know there's a little bit of familiarity to that team, but oh, a hell of a lot of change. Yeah. So um, it was kind of a guessing game beforehand, mm. really, because of, whenever you get that much flux in terms of your squad, never mind squad, but your starting eleven as well. I mean, you, how's that going to look? Mm. It's, uh, it's something of a mystery. <laughs> Until it gets up and running, because I mean, pre-season league cup, it's a time for experimentation mm -hmm. rather than rather than anything else. So you're not going to glean anything really um, from there. So it's this, these first few weeks um, and that first one. I mean, I, I think Dundee will be, although they'll be frustrated with not winning. I think there'll be enough there to please um, Tony Docherty mm -hmm. and supporters and, and to make them think, you know, we've got a chance here. So. Um, Theo Bear scoring. That was uh, written in the stars, though. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know how that it's a happened. Good a good finish. I don't know, by all accounts, he didn't have a great game, but, you uh -huh. know, he's taking his well, goal that, well. That, that fits. Yeah, he's taking his goal well, uh -huh. but, yes, we shall we shall see. I don't think I don't think it'll be hitting double figures, but, you know, and, yeah, well. funnier things. But, Jim, I, I, I want to test your glass half full <laughs> nature, see what sort of mood you're in today. How, how, do, you how do you take this stat? So, Dundee had... I'm quoting last last week's Dundee expert George George Cran. Mm -hmm. So I, I have no reason to disbelieve his stats. You'll know the one on my way through <laughs> it. Here then, right? So Dundee had 17 efforts. Mm -hmm. He said 17 efforts on goal, but that better put the on goal bit in in, uh, in quotes because and which was second only to Rangers and Celtic mm -hmm. on the weekend on 18. <coughs> but then that that's yep. that's impressive. Mm -hmm. But then George slipped in. Mm -hmm. Should have had this in the headline, but Liam Kelly didn't stop any goal-bound shots. Ooh. So uh, what, are you, what, right. what are you thinking? Well, he, he did say up front would be uh -huh. his big concern, didn't he? So that's right. if you're having 17 shots and you're getting one, you're getting one goal, and that's the problem with statistics. 17 shots, only one went in the back of the net. You know, so statistics. So where are you, Jim? Are you are you are you um, heartened by <coughs> that stat, or are you are you? No, oh no, I th I, th I think I, I suspect that uh, Doc knows himself that he'd, he'd like a wee bit more firepower um, up front. I mean, the goal. I, th I thought the goal was a smashing goal. Very intelligent. Mm -hmm. You know, you obviously worked on it, training, stuck with the draw. So you know, big streaky, big Lee Wilkins piece in the courier made a good point. <laughs> Very often, players do the drill all week. Here's how we work this set piece. And they go in the park and just do their own thing. So one peels off looking for the front post. We come and I thought it was a lovely wee back back shuffle to the back post. And I know what you're saying, but he's not the biggest player. He's not the most physical player in the world and all the rest of it. But game intelligence, I think, is important. And he showed a great deal of intelligence to kind of stick with the drill, which, uh, you know, I, I presume they've obviously worked on in training, scored a goal. But um, you, you're looking for your front men to 
you know, to put it away now. Um, back at Yoke, I was having a good blather with Bob, my, my next door neighbour. Who's my next door neighbour's got, well, he's got a name now? He's never had a name before, has he? I thought Back at Yoke was Bob there. He's obviously winding me up, but Bob, uh, Bob took down his big Scotland Lion rampant after you know um, just a few weeks back and he's Both? got the big he's got the big Dundee flag hanging oh, over the must be confident wall, then, so he's confident you know but I was having a blather and he was telling me about you know how much it cost them to buy the kids the, the, you know the grandkids and all the rest of their, their season books for Dens and that um, and I was going, going through it generally and you know like a lot of Dundee fans he's <laughs> you know he's up and down you know it's kind of it's like a kind of a wee yacht at the Royalty Yacht Club on the tee on a, on a winter's day you know it's up and down it's bobbing up and down he wants, he wants to be he wants to be positive, but you know, he's he's been through the mill with Dundee, you know. So um but generally speaking, I think, you know, he, he was he was pretty happy with, with what he saw. Unhappy the fact that Portales lasted about was it three, oh, four right, minutes. Right, right. That that's okay. a worry that's a worrying one. Do you see what happens that? Because you know, um <clears throat> by all accounts comes a good reputation all the rest. It's the last thing you need at this stage in the season is, is to lose somebody. But in terms of up front, you've got to hope that Robinson Back at Yago, we make some kind of uh, real fist of it. Um, it's the mental jump for me. I'm still thinking Dundee Championship. No, they're in the Premier Premier League because I, I, I was looking at the bench. We were talking earlier on there, and you're looking at Mulligan, Kerr, Tiffany, Byrne, who is just no part of it. Finn Robertson, you know, young Max Anderson, Rodden. I mean, that that actually looks like a strong bench, mm -hmm. but. I'm kind of thinking strong bench for the for, for the championship. Yeah. You're, you're now into the Premier League, you know, um, in the Premiership. Uh, it's a different kettle of fish. Is it strong enough for that? I don't know. I mean, so you know, if the front pairing of Robinson back you weren't kind of hitting it off, have you got enough there on that bench to bring in? You know, mm -hmm. is Rudden going to come in and, and provide you with goals? Where where are the goals going to come from there? I, 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 and at the minute, I, I suspect that uh, Tony Doherty would li would like somebody else, maybe another out and out striker if he can bring one. Something I mean, midfielder as well. Tw Twelve in so far, and uh, yeah, aye. And who you know, and depending on what's happening with Portales, they might you know, yeah. I mean, they might have to dip into into the kitty if there's anything yeah. left of the of the of the wage budget. They might have to dip in there and you know find a couple of bob extra yeah. for a replacement. I hope not. I mean, hopefully it's not. A the Mexican striker as well. Yeah, Pineda. Yeah, <clears throat> he's there yeah. as well. So he's got some. Uh, I think he's got some big decisions to make, and I think. He's got some issues that are coming on the horizon. That always, he's, you can tell. You can tell he's uh, he's worked with Derek McInnes all these years because mm. I always remember. I remember that and he'd love to stockpile a sign. And the, the summer I always remember oh. is you. You know what I'm about to go yeah. at, right? Yeah. Sean Higgins, and who was the guy that? So when he was, I think it was the, the year Saints went up, or it might have been the year after. It was. It was near. It was near the start of his his reign at McDermott. And he bought bucket loads of strikes. So he, he got oh. Sean Higgins mm -hmm. in at the very start. Yeah. He got, remember the guy, what's his name again? He played for Dundee, he was at Falkirk, he was from the sort of northeast. It's you know, Carl, Carl uh, Finnegan. Finnegan. Yes. Finnegan. Yes. Yeah. So he got him yeah. in as well. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay. And then by the, by the end of the window, oh. he was getting in France and Daza. And oh. I think there was at least, it might have even been Haber. There was, <coughs> but it was, it was right. like. Was that, it must then, have been right at the end of Dell's time then, wasn't it? Okay, right. When, when I yeah, it would have been. Yeah, right enough. Because yeah. Lomas took over. Yeah. Uh -huh. So there yeah. you go. So he 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 brought those. It was like it was like poor Sean Higgins. Uh -huh. You know when he he signed at the start of the yeah. summer, thinking going to be the main I'm, man. I'm going to be the main man. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then by the by the end of it, you know he was yeah. he was barely getting on yeah. the bench. Yeah. You know. Uh -huh. So all these guys who Tony Dock gave uh -huh. contracts to. Uh -huh. I'm if I'm Max Anderson, uh -huh. Mulligan, I think will get plenty of game time. But if I'm Max Anderson. 
even a Finn Robertson, mm. certainly Sean Byrne mm. was already under contract in this talk that, that Sean will mm. be going anyway. You know, yeah. he's now all of a sudden, and, and we're talking about, I'm just talking about midfield just now, he's getting linked with guys from down low in Everton, mm. Crystal mm. Palace, these type of things. You know, you can't have them all, can you? You can't, certainly can't play them all. No, you can't play them all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can have as many as your as your uh, ownership will back you to have yeah. financially. So I mean, if they're if they're content to to continue signing off on you know wages, mm-hmm. then he'll continue to bring people in. I, I, I think most managers are probably well, given that given way, the chance yeah. for mm-hmm. an extra player, they would all go. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks very mm-hmm. much. So oh, ma- managers will take a squad of a hundred if you give them. Oh, they will though. But as you saw at Saints last season, <laughs> it does, it's not it always a good work. thing. No. Players yeah. don't like it. And it's, it gets hard. You get the, mm. you get the problems of just basics like training and games and Aye. drills and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. You know, too many of them hanging around. And mm-hmm. you know, Max, your Max Andersons and Finn Robertsons, they desperately need to play football. They do, yeah. Because uh, as we say with Max, it's a couple of seasons back he was looking like uh, he's going in yeah. right in the right direction. Yeah, but you stalled. take, you, yeah, exactly. You take a couple of seasons off from that, and that that trajectory <laughs> very quickly, as you say, mm-hmm. stalls comes down the way rather than going up the way so uh, he, he does desperately need to play football he's at that age um, I mean if it's not going to happen on a regular basis for him at Dundee what does he do should he be agitating to get out on loan or something like that I mean, quite possibly yeah. you know if he's not going to be getting played I mean that's <coughs> a conversation for him to have with the manager but yeah. as you say if the manager is continuing to bring extra bodies in you know and there's a perception from him or others like him in his position that they're falling down the pecking order then you know, it's really up to them mm. to go and say, where does this leave me? Yeah. Um, oh, which, which is the better way, Jim? Because and <coughs> it's a, if you can compare and contrast, we'll go into Saints in a wee bit, but Steve McLean did his, he cleared the decks mm. and then he's signing, you know, bit <coughs> by bit by bit. It looks, it looks to me as if what you'll probably see with Dundee is the numbers will go up and up mm. and up and then you might see players leave after that what, mm-hmm. what's what's the better way of doing well, it Sean and I were talking about this coming up the stairs coming up in the lift um, there's, there's um, you know I, I like the idea of a tight squad for bonding and, and, and working on drills and all the rest of it but it's got its limitations as well and the big limitation or the main limitations are injuries suspensions mm-hmm. the, the, then you, you, you and loss of form you know you quite quickly get caught out if you're trying to work on a, a very limited squad as against that, you're trying to work on drills, and and you've got you know, a massive squad. Unless you're going to push someone to, to you know to run mm-hmm. w- with the youth team or the which causes the its own issues, which oh, which brings its own issues. You know, um, uh, unless you're going to do something like that, you know, players are hanging about. They quite quickly realise I'm not in the manager's plans, mm-hmm. and it's all very well saying, you know, I mean, on the face of it, strictly speaking, any player can impress the manager any day of the week on the training ground. Sometimes managers just don't fancy players. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that, you know. I mean, and, and it doesn't matter what a player does on the training ground. He's not. It's not going to be in the manager's plans, you know. Um, so I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, that, 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 that's a big looking squad that Dundee have got, and it's a newish squad as well. I mean, you know, twelve new signings, maybe more to come. Some we haven't, you know. I mean, I, I haven't seen um, Panada to, to, you know, to know what he's going to be like as a striker. You know, it comes with a reputation. You know, there's always there's always a danger. Like Mexican must be good, you know. Well, <laughs> we've we've seen over the years, you know, how, how all of that sort of stuff. We think guys come with reputations. Um, I, I just don't live up to that. Guys come with no reputations, turn out to be stars. You know, uh, I mean, I think same goes for Dundee as goes for United and every other team. Five 
least six weeks in, we'll get a much better indication of you know of the attitude, of desire, of hunger, the kind of players that have been signed, who's up for it, who's not up for it, um, and the players that look like they're going to force their way in, the players that are going to look like, as though they're going to hold down a regular permanent berth, and the players that are that, that frankly would probably be better going out on loan or finding a, a berth elsewhere. Well, we got to the end of the month. Transfer wise, yeah, so, you know, no, no, no. Yeah. every chance will be outgoings. Yeah, they're going to go for it though, Dundee. I'm talking in terms of I mean, what we can say about those numbers mm-hmm. in terms of shots and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to try and win games, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, and fair play to them for that. I mean, that'll 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 please their they'll not be dull supporters. You know, yeah, absolutely. You'd, ra- you'd rather that than the aching, desperate, rubbish defensive stuff that. Some of us have had to suffer. Oh, a good crowd <laughs> as well at a dungeon Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come to that, no doubt, shortly. Um, decent crowd as well. I mean, it, it shows the potential of it. You know, I think get them going. I met, you know, uh, met a couple after the game um, who are red hot Dundee fans, and they, they thought the performance was brilliant. They thought a great season we're lying ahead. Now, I mean, you know, they're, they're kind of super optimist, like, but they, they were very, very pleased with what they saw. And I think, you know, I think the great thing about Tony Doherty, I, I think Tony's an optimist, and he's a, he he's very, he's, he's a very positive guy. He's a very positive manager. And, you know, that's the kind of thing. I think players always want to play for somebody who's positive, you know, um, and if that feeds through, and if they want to have a go. I don't think many players relish the idea of turning and saying, right, boys, we're all behind the ball today. Mm, you know, yeah. don't, don't let them near it. You know, mm-hmm. six across the back. Most players like, like the idea of going out and having a go, playing football. So um, now, it might not work against Celtic or Rangers or Hearts, but, you know, um, against Motherwell and other nice. Dundee are a bigger club than Motherwell. You know, Dundee should, well, it should be Motherwell, you know, but um, they, they should be in a fighting chance against them. A 1-1 one, one draw, I think, is a, a very decent start to the season. Should, so. they, should they have had the penalty, though? No, <laughs> no, come no, on! No, I don't think so either. No. See, when I no. we're tweeting that, I was yeah, like, oh, no, 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 "What am no, I looking for here?" No, you know, no, no. just yeah. no, just. No. Is uh, anybody saying that could, should have been a penalty? Modern fan mentality. What, what does what does the rule say anyway? <laughs> I think. Well, listen, I might be wrong, so I'll caveat that. But by by saying this could be bollocks, but <laughs> I think uh, from from what I've got this BBC for you, from what from what I was able to glean by looking at snippets of the rules if you like um i think probably technically technically it probably is a penalty but i think there is this gray area when the keeper's got the ball in his hands isn't it almost because you you couldn't have got to a goalie and kick it out of his hands could you no so that would be ridiculous um i think there is a a, there is a gray area sufficient gray area to 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 ensure that that's that's not a penalty no, can I, it can't. Well done, raising that to be sure. Can I just digress, yeah. digress on this, this bollocks here? I, mean, <laughs> I once got hauled in a Monday you started, morning. You've started something I once got hauled in the BBC on a Monday morning, and the sports editor said to me, he said, I need to talk to you about your language at the game on Saturday. Oh, Why? What did I say? He said, You said it's been a hell of a game. We don't use language like that on the BBC. Dearie me. I didn't no, realise you worked for the BBC five, in the 50s. No, just. <laughs> five, five years on, Tom and Stuart are kind of, you know. While we're digressing before we go back on the Saint, serious stuff with Saints, mm-hmm. Tony Talk, tie, shirt and tie, man. Did you did you like that? That's very Dundee, that isn't it? Very old school. It is very it? Dundee, actually, when you when you put it like that. Yeah. Or very Billy Kirkwood. You could across the road, you could picture uh-huh. Billy Kirkwood would have done that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not many these days, eh? Like you couldn't you couldn't picture. Steve McLean, Sean Tyler. No, he's definitely a tracksuit boy. 100% he's a tracksuit boy. Jim Um, Goodwin with his white. No, he's too modern, he's too... Well, he's not a suit, but he he would put a suit jacket on, but no tie. 
no. open no, he'll, be, he'll be the one, no socks and aye, half masks. No, no, the and the white shoes. I hate that. that. Shoes. Absolutely that, yeah. hate that. That, that. That's an The no question. socks thing. I think that's out of order. Uh, that's uh, a straight what, red card. What, yeah, I, I, need oh, know, I need to know 100%. this. At what age has it become unacceptable for a, a bloke to wear white shoes? Because <laughs> 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 I've got a pair of wardrobe, just a pair of red berries to it. depends on I'm looking going, no, no. Do you mean trainers or shoes? No, trainers. 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 Um, yes, I thought Hearts were they were actually they were very in in control of it, you know, and not in control of it in terms of you know we're going to go on to win this. But Hearts Hearts disappoint me actually. I, I've, last season, any time Saints were playing Hearts, they stretched you, they moved you about the pitch, you know, the yeah the point of attack changed. I thought <coughs> Saints were you know the system was working absolutely perfectly and every mm-hmm. in it it was all. Was all going well. It was a scruffy, scruffy goal at least, mm-hmm. you know. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at benches, and yeah. benches defined that game. <coughs> you know, they, they absolutely did. You know, if it'd been once Saints were looking to to chase it in any any way, yeah. any sort of meaningful way, just wasn't going to happen. Just no. wasn't going to happen. It would have been a nil nil or a one nil from a set play, which Saints should have taken the lead from a set play. You know, Liam Gordon should have scored that goal. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, it's not a, it's not a it's not even a. I don't think that's even a fifty-fifty chance for a centre half coming up for a for a corner. That's that's a goal well, he's got. He's got to score. Hundred percent. You know why he's why he's not just putting it back the way he came. That's what you've got to do in that one. I would suggest. But anyway, they were they they were they looked. We talked <coughs> about it going back to potentially the sort of when Steve McLean took over, and that's exactly what it reminded me of when they played Hibs in that first game after Callum got the sack. Mm-hmm. And they, they got a draw that day. This but time, they, but this they looked a lot more lively. Mm-hmm. They did. That day. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just—I mean, everything, everything Steve McLean says, and everything I can, you know, everything that fans see—it's mm-hmm. we can all, yeah, we can all absolutely see where where that squad needs yeah. that team needs strengthened, and he knows, mm-hmm. and it, it has to happen. Saints are a few weeks behind the curve, basically. Yes. That's that's where they are, yep. you know, and you can go back on why that's happened and whether mm-hmm. it should or it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, it is happening. Yeah, but I'm enthused <laughs> by the fact that I, I don't know. Nobody said to me, "Oh, Saints have got a bigger budget now," mm. but I'm not convinced Saints would have gone out and got Matt Smith out of NK Dons mm-hmm. a week before, or had they beaten Sterling Albion, had they won, yeah. had they won their group no, and gone through? Quite possibly not. So, Sean, where yeah. where are you at? Uh, in terms of the performance, I was impressed with it. Particularly, were you there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, particularly the first half, I thought they were very good, St. Johnson, in the first half. Good press in, yeah. good doubling up. Really yeah. good. They were well organised. They were energetic, aggressive in midfield, in particular. Um, they were they were ready to go in transition mm-hmm. when they got the ball. Um, so I, I I was really pleased with that first half performance. I thought it was great. Um, second half again, they, they, it was it was more of the same. I think it, it, Hearts started to come into it a bit more um, after about the first ten minutes. Of the yeah, half, exactly. Uh, and then, uh, as you say, it was a, a sloppy goal we we'll lose. But 
after that. You know, Hearts, Hearts can go to their bench and you look at the quality <coughs> that's there. I mean, it's not just that, you know, they've got numbers. It's the, it's the oh. fact that there's quality on the bench that, that. they can bring on. Um, and, and they did. And <laughs> St. Johnson just had no answer to that on the bench. Um, and that's, that's that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. That changed the game. Uh, and they extended their lead right at the end. I, d- I, I mean, I, I did say this on Twitter, and I will reiterate it. Oh, you didn't like the count. You didn't. I like didn't it. like the attitude. I was I was right in my intro. Is that is that I, one I started? Off. I saw the goal, but I didn't see the start. Of the I didn't move. like the attitude <clears throat> defensively um, when when that one uh, happened because the Hearts broke away through Boyce, who was onside. Shankland was in an offside mm. position at that point. Mm. But as soon as Boyce gets the ball and takes it on a run, Shanklin drops it. Yeah. Now he's in an onside position <coughs> and there was no effort whatsoever mm. from any defenders to get back to try and stop that ball across or to, to mark Shanklin out the game. There was none. They just gave up on it. And I, I think that was very poor. Mm. Even, at, even at that stage of the game, I don't think Stephen McLean would put up with that. Okay. Yeah. I can. I must admit, I didn't mm. pay enough. Because that was that's the one. That's the one moment. I'll be, uh, yes, it, yeah. You can, you say the the game was gone at that point, but that's the one moment that I think just slightly let themselves down from right. a decent performance. Yeah, Jim, would you watch the goals and the highlights? Oh, I mean, you know, <coughs> the, I mean, Sean makes a point there. I mean, you know, I mean, what is Stephen looking for now? He's looking for. He's talking about a striker, a midfielder, and a wide man. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That he's looking for. And he's got three weeks left to, to bring At least. Mm-hmm. At least, at least yeah. that's right. Um, the, the issue, and, and you know, they'll not be hearts every week, we know that, but I mean, you know, when he looks at his bench, he's not got a man in anyway. he's not a boy, he's not got a tag he's not got a Lowry. The oh, guys Dre Wright, he's talking about lacking pace in his team, Dre Wright is his quickest man. He yeah. comes off and he has to bring on Max Kusharavi, yeah. who is as one-paced as yeah. they come. That, that's right, so yeah. he's not got that. Now, I mean, can, can he You know, can he change that radically with these three signings or more if he gets them? Um, well, three weeks left, but you're kind of, you know, the, the clock is starting to be against you. And also what's starting to be against you is, is the, the best have already been fixed up. So, you know, what you're getting now, you're getting the Levies, you're getting, you're getting the, the guys that are maybe, there's an injury concern. What you do get that, is, I think, know. what you do get in loan-wise is you get the ones that the English clubs have been holding that's, on to and then they think, no, no, you ne- yeah. you do need mm-hmm. to go out and get football. I, I, and that's what he's looking at now, yeah, isn't it? That's I what he's looking at, quality loans, and that's where I think the really good contacts mm-hmm. that you've made in the game and, and, and your background people, the contacts that they've made, and and then, you know, you know, identifying the players and then selling the club and selling the city. To, to the players and selling kind of Scottish football mm-hmm. to the players because uh, you know I'm, I'm presuming they're probably going to come from south of the border mm-hmm. um, so th- there's all of these things now there's, you know, there's three weeks left um, <clears throat> and you're right because down south as well lots of managers will be looking at their squads yeah. and, and they'll be hearing things from youth coaches and all the rest of you know the players that have been maybe on the verge of kind of yeah. just about getting into a first team squad elsewhere wherever they are south of the border um, the, you know the managers will be getting a kind of He's not ready, or you know, or come and have a look at him in this reserve game or this youth game, and they look at him and go, "No, he's he's no way he's going to be in my plans." Get him up, you know, get him. Out. Who's looking at him? St. Johnson, Scotland. Mm-hmm. That's a good level. Boom, getting up there. So that I think is where um, the contacts that Stephen and everybody at Saints, Gus mm-hmm. McPherson's the director of football, isn't he? The contacts they've got now have to come to the fore to bring guys in that are going to strengthen, um, that are going to strengthen the squad considerably and actually have some goals in it. Yeah, and defend better. I'm in your camp. I thought I actually couldn't believe what I was seeing with the second goal. 
It's just, I mean, again, the, the, game was gone. the game was gone. I know it was gone. The heads are gone as well. It was, yeah. yeah. It, it was just It'll be the easiest goal Shanklin will get off yeah, season. That's for sure. I did think it. My gut reaction was it was offside, but clearly it wasn't. Well, I didn't no, as well. I, I, I had to watch it two or three times. You know, no, he was, again, yeah. it's this uh, it's this phase of play thing yeah, that, sure. that comes up from time to time. And certain, I think Celtic have actually profited from mm. this a lot. Um, yeah, when Ange yeah. Postacoglu was manager because they'll have uh, Kyogo, uh, Kyogo got who will it. sit he will stand in an offside position uh-huh. wait and wait and wait and then they'll get into the second phase of play and all mm-hmm. of a sudden he's dropped onside right. and, he'll, and he'll get a goal from there and that's, this is the same thing with Shankland because yeah. he was miles offside he looked yeah. he was miles offside but the pass wasn't out to him it was out to Boyce here right. he was onside mm-hmm. so by the time Boyce takes over him and takes control mm-hmm. of the ball and moves it on it's another phase so he's now onside all he has to do is get his be behind boys or level with boys when yeah. the ball comes across and he scores um, so yeah I think what we've seen as well and there was a lot of enthusiasm about young players now there's two well I lumped them all in one there's, there's kind of two batches there's the young young ones as in from the that this promising youth team that's coming through they got to the their cup semi-final you're 16, 17 years mm-hmm. then it's the Max Kushiravi mm-hmm. Parker Taylor Stephen, mm-hmm. Alex Ferguson, those ones, they've they've had chances. They've had a lot of chances, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people who are saying that Max is the headline one because yeah. of he's been out more mm-hmm. loans, yeah. Ukrainian story, Ukrainian yeah. under twenty you know, under twenty one international. Yeah. He had four starts in the in the mm-hmm. League Cup, and he came off the bench in the league. Mm-hmm. If Steve McLean now turns around and says, "Nah, you need to go out and loan," mm-hmm. or or you know, n- he can't have any complaints, can he? No, nope. can't. Nope. And that's where it's better for, you know, I'm being, this is me being the positive spin in it as uh-huh. far as if, <laughs> if, if Saints had, which could could have happened, they could have won at Stenhouse Muir 2-1, two, two, whatever. They win at Aloha, they draw with air, they beat Sterling, and they go through, the youngsters look half decent. You could have been kidded on a bit and thought, uh-huh. okay, we're, we're all right type thing. Uh-huh. At least, at least eyes were opened yeah. with time to yeah. go because... <laughs> But, you know, I think it's a real shame with Max, actually, because we'll, for me, he just doesn't have the change of pace mm-hmm. to at the moment. And whether, he, whether he'll drop further back, mm-hmm. it's very young in his career to, I mean, he's very, he's tidy on the, he doesn't waste a pass. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very tidy on the ball. Yeah. But as a, as somebody who's affecting the game at the top end, mm. Not, not seen evidence of that yet. No, no, no. I agree, and yeah, it, I mean, like, like players before him. I think Theo Bear was actually one of these. He's, he's he had a lot of goodwill lot from of good supporters. Mm-hmm. They all uh, do, don't they? I think they? Max yeah. is another one. Yeah. Supporters are desperate to see him succeed. Yeah. You know, the the clamour for him to be involved uh, over the last year, and more bet, in yeah. particular, has been uh, noticeable. So, this was going to be his big summer. You know, uh, here you go. Shows what you've got, and it, it hasn't hasn't been impressive, really. I think over the piece. Oh. So yeah, he, he can have no complaints. But um, I do think, in in more general sense, that it's obvious that, that Stephen McLean needs more bodies, and I think what has what what is a real real positive for him, and what speaks really well of him actually is the fact that he has been so honest about it. And mm-hmm. he has said, look, I know that we need bodies and here's where we need them and we will get them. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that he is so open and direct with supporters about that, and isn't, isn't, there isn't a sense of, 
uh, supporters listening to what he's saying and thinking, well, I don't know what he's talking about. <coughs> supporters can see it they're as well. It. And he is he's, he's, he's chiming with what they're thinking. And I think he's, he's bought himself a lot of a lot of goodwill mm-hmm. himself from that. Mm-hmm. Even if things are not going brilliantly, the fact that he's sit, sitting there and going, yeah, I know this is not great. And here's why it's not great. And we will get better. And he needed those two, <coughs> um, in particular, Jeff got is a, is a different case because he's, he just, he needs food. He needs, yeah. He's, oh, he's been out for fit, a long time. Think think he he mm-hmm. didn't have a club. None, most of them, are, I think uh, Smith's the only one that's had a club over the summer. Yeah. But he really needed those two young defenders to look good. And, mm-hmm. and they did. Yeah. To, to sort of, basically, yeah, to give a bit of yeah. credibility to what his strategy is. You, you know, I particularly my, liked it's all, all the fun one, is it? Yeah. Mm. Particularly liked him. I thought he was. Uh, he looks like he's going to be an exciting player. When an he athlete. Yeah. I think. I mean, he ain't, I'm not going to call him Sean Rooney, but you can. You know mm. what a big, strong, athletic. I got. I got. Can do I now. got the sense yeah. with him that obviously it's his first game. I got the sense that he's playing a little bit within himself, just because mm-hmm. you know it's my first game. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything stupid here. So there was a little bit. He was just holding himself mm-hmm. back and just. And even even at that. I think you know he was he was very good. It was a foot race near the start, wasn't it? I think Forrest yeah. tried to put the ball behind him or something, uh-huh. and it was like, oh no, yeah, no, no. He, just shut, he just shut the door, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the mark of an intelligent player. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, mean, I think some punters might look at that and think, oh, he's no good. That's a mark of an yeah. intelligent player. And those playing within himself. I think yeah, just first game, a just of get a sense of what's happening here. Yeah. And just you know, just get a feel get, for it. Once he gets the feel of it, I get the impression that he will be, he will come to the fore a lot more. I mean, it's a biggie for them on. Biggie for them on Saturday up in on Ross County. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm ready for a, a typically St Johnson's slow start. I mean, listen, I, I, you know they've got a chance on Saturday, mm-hmm. and it would it would it would be like last season when Saints won a Motherwell. You know, it does it eases things. It doesn't doesn't it doesn't take the pressure off for long, did it? Because it certainly didn't for mm-hmm. for Callum last season. You know, they quickly they quickly piled on again. But you know, it's. I think going back to what Sean said, I think I think I think eighty percent, whatever. I think fans are conditioned for a for a slow <laughs> build this season. Aren't they? I think you have to be, don't you? I just think yeah. so many of the stuff. They're the least. I don't know if I use the phrase, but they are the least, probably the least ready mm-hmm. team uh-huh. in the top flight. Are, are they conditioned for a relegation scrap? Do you think? Oh, I think. You have to, you have to be. I mean, yeah, yeah. To, I think Ross County fans will be the same, and even at this early stage, Indeed. people will be looking at these two, thinking that they've got to be among the kind of front runners to go down. I think so. I, know. I, I think I expect Kilmarnock result didn't shock. Well, it kind of did. I thought Rangers mm. would still get a result. I mean, I don't think with Kilmarnock spending everything, I don't. I don't. I think they'll be mid table. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think St Murn probably will be as well. Again, that result in spite. I think you'll. Yeah, you're looking between Saints, Ross County, Livingston, and Dundee. Uh-huh. Who did I say this? Saints, Livingston, Ross County, County Dundee. Dundee. Oh, and Motherwell. And Motherwell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> same applies. They're on five, six weeks. Some will have a much better picture. The, 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 the three or more players, the striker, the midfielder, the wide man with pace that, that, you know, that Stephen is looking for, um, will hopefully be through yeah. the doors. We'll be mm-hmm. in. Um, we'll be starting to make an impact. Um you, you'll be starting to see the likes of Jeff got hopefully who's kind of up to match speed up mm. to match fitness you know the kind of the lungs are fully functioning the legs have got the minutes in them mm. which is a favourite phrase these days um, <clears throat> all these things you'll be finding out whether or not um, young Max you know uh, is making the leap because he's got to make the leap mentally uh-huh. as well 
He's got to make. I mean, if if, if there are certain aspects of his game that are letting him down in pace and all the rest, he's got to find a way to compensate. Yeah. For mm-hmm. that. Really good players do that. They find a way to compensate. And also, you know, he's a confident young man. Yeah. He's talked quite bullishly. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. basically, I think after the after the semi final when he played with Falkirk against. Uh, Minus Cali, mm. it was basically you know I, I, yeah I I was disappointed and mm. get more chances mm. and that sort of thing mm. you know so yeah you're right Jim yeah no I mean I think it's um, I, I would love to say Saints might surprise us all but I suspect not I suspect uh, this is going to be just a, a season where you grind it out Stephen McLean finds his feet properly manager in his first first season. Uh, as a boy, I mean, I know he's mm-hmm. had a kind of the wee tail end, but as his first real season as a boy, because he'll learn a lot about himself. He'll learn a lot about you know how you manage men, how you manage squads, how you how you prepare the whole. But all the things that, that you know that he's been used to as an assistant boss are are doubled and trebled in terms of pressure and and all the rest of it on him. And he'll he'll learn he'll, he'll learn as well who his friends are. You know, that, I think that sometimes that can be an important thing in terms of kind of the players that will give you what you you hoped for and the players that don't give you. What you hope for, and sometimes the players that don't give you what you mm-hmm. hope for were the ones that you thought would, mm-hmm. and, and and vice versa. So there'll be a, a big learning yeah. curve for him uh, as well. But it have to be a quick learning curve. I think he he, he needs to get what what he's after mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. I think the, the club the club are going the, to back the club, him. The club have appointed him. They they now have to back him. They have to. And you said at the start mm-hmm. of this discussion, you know, we can have a we can have a talk about whether it should have taken this them this long <coughs> to get to this point. I, th- I don't yeah, think I it should are. have taken them this mm-hmm. long to get to this point. Mm-hmm. I think it should have been handled a lot quicker because you're you're, you're hamstringing yourself at the start mm-hmm. of a season when you're when you're still. I know they're not giving away results, waiting. but you no, know, it's, on, yeah, that, it's yeah. on that scale. You're not a full it? strength, so you're you're back. You're 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 behind other other teams who have have got themselves ready for the start of the league season. You, if your intention is well, the plan is we're not going to be ready till the end of August. Well, you're doing yourself out of potentially some points. Then I, I think that's that's not fair. So the fact that we are where we are, that okay, um, fine, we need to get on with it. But it should have been handled better than that. Um, the other thing now is though that if he, they have to now give him what he wants. I think if he gets that, I think that personally, I feel a good, a fair degree of confidence that because of the way that he speaks and the the, the forthright way that Stephen McLean is, I, I I'd be quite confident of having St Johnson having a actually a surprisingly good season if McLean is backed properly. Good, good. I always like to end up with a bit of optimism. Jim, high time you go and swat on some stats bomb glossary or something like that before next week. Bomb on the road to get the stat bombs. Yeah, okay, good, good. Okay, thanks very much and thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye.